This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Trader, trade, trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, I've got another great guest with me from the finance and hedge fund world. I've got David Wills, who's the Chief Operating Officer of Kinetic and also the co-founder of a platform called Caspian, which I'm very, very interested to find out more about because it is in the world of trading, and that's what I do. And obviously, a lot of the listeners are involved in the markets as well. So, David, thanks very much, first of all, for being on the show. And if you could just give a little bit of an intro on yourself and what you're doing, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me, Craig. Uh, pleasure to be here. Um, so, um, yeah, my as, as he mentioned, uh, I'm the COO of Kinetic. Uh, Kinetic uh, is a Hong Kong-based company. Uh, we have about 45 employees or so. Uh, and we are essentially a, a full service uh, crypto and blockchain platform. We have a number of different business verticals. We do advisory services for, for companies that are uh, looking to do ICOs and, and sort of post ICO treasury management. Uh, we have an asset management arm. We have a capital markets arm where we do a lot of OTC trading uh, for you know various different clients. Uh, we build technology and we're also very actively engaged in the uh, community. We run conferences uh, and, and do uh, a lot of online community building, etc. Um, so I, when I joined Kinetic and, and sort of surveyed the business lines that uh, I just described last summer, um, it became very clear that, you know, especially for our asset management business and, and, and trading business, um, that uh, there were really no uh, sophisticated uh, technology tools out there to, to service the needs um, of such, you know, fund managers and sophisticated traders. It's, you know, it's a very fragmented market. Most people are using a combination of Google Sheets and API links, and it's, it's all very manual and, and cumbersome. Um, so what I decided to do, um, given my previous life as a, a, a head of trading for a, a hedge fund out here in Asia, um, was contact uh, one of the previous vendors that I had quite a lot of, um, I guess, experience with and relationship with a company called Tora, um, which uh, basically has been around for about 14 years. Uh, they have about 250 employees, 190 of which are developers. And, um, you know, I, I put my feelers out to see if they had thought about looking at the crypto space at all, um, that, you know, we were very interested in perhaps collaborating on a project together, which really resonated with them. Fortunately, um, one of their managing directors there, a guy named Garrett, um, is very keen crypto trader and had been trying to get such a project off the ground internally, but, you know, uh, was looking for a partner, if you will, uh, to, to come on board. So, you know, serendipity struck and um, we, we managed to form a relationship and uh, which essentially gave birth to Caspian, um, which is leveraging a lot of the core infrastructure that, that, that Tora has and bolting on crypto as an asset class 
Um, so it's a fully developed order and execution management system, portfolio and risk management system that really captures the full trade lifecycle um, uh, for, for any trade that's being done. And that in turn allows you to see your real-time historical profit and loss exposure, et cetera. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very exciting project. We're about six months into it now and um, uh, I've probably done close to 200 demos to date. Wow. So it, it kind of sounds to me like what you're doing would be the logical step for any company trying to create an ecosystem for institutional money, as well as high net worth traders and whatnot as well. Because I can tell you one of the frustrations for me, having come from a traditional trading background into crypto, is the clunkiness. It is extraordinarily frustrating. Um, it, an example was today, though, I found a short trade that set up beautifully for me, uh, based on my strategies, on Cardano. It was against the dollar. Now, that's a top 10 token. I couldn't short that. There was nowhere for me to short that. None. Nowhere at all. Now, for me, it's, it's just like, why does this not live? Why is there not an opportunity for me to short everything right now? And I see a huge gap in the market and an amazing opportunity there for whoever can fill this space uh, to onboard people like me, but a lot of other traders and also institutional money. Now, the biggest thing that we're speaking to other uh, you know, people within the space at the moment regarding onboarding institutional money is the issue around the custodial. Who owns it? Who runs it? Who manages it? And, and the security around that. Now, this seems to really be uh, an issue in the space that will be solved. It's a matter of when. Now, from your point of view, are you seeing that as something that's really holding the institutional money from coming in? Because it's really difficult to know who holds it. Where does it live? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I kind of see four barriers to entry for, for institutions. It's custody, it's uncertainty around regulations, it's liquidity issues and technology issues. So we're trying to solve the technology part with Caspian, but you, you raise a good point on the custody. Um, there are a number of companies out there that, you know, are obviously trying to solve that piece. You know, uh, obviously Coinbase has an offering now, Gemini, uh, BitGo, Zappo, some of the, the more well-known ones, um, whereas like Ledger has just built a Ledger Vault um, product that I believe uh, they went live with last week at Consensus, which is more of a cold storage um, type platform. But yeah, absolutely. I, I think in the US, unless I'm mistaken, there is no um, qualified custodian um, that can you know handle crypto assets. I know there are some groups out there that have... Um, applied uh, for broker-dealer licenses, et cetera, to, to, to fill that void. Um, but until that's, you know, until there's a really elegant solution out there, which then no doubt will be in, in due course, I kind of think uh, the next six to 12 months, there'll be some serious strides in that area. Um, but uh, it, it's, just, it's definitely a gap that needs filling for sure. So with, with whereabouts are you with the project at this stage? Based on Caspian, obviously what you're trying to do is marry together by the sound of it the technology that already exists for traditional asset classes uh, and, and sort of to you know really dumb it down, bolt on crypto. Um, obviously that's quite a... <laughs> quite a cumbersome task. How far along are you? Are we up and running? Have you executed completely what you wanted to achieve? Where are we with the whole project? Yeah, so we're pretty far along. So I, I think think of Caspian as like a, a single interface, a portal, if you will, into multiple exchanges, whereby the end user would still have to go through the the same onboarding KYC process with the you know with each exchange uh, respectively. 
but then uh, could connect to those exchanges through Caspian. So right now uh, we're connected to, I think, approximately 20 exchanges. Uh, we anticipate by Q3 that number will increase to 40 exchanges. Um, and it's the, proj- uh, the project's pretty far along. I think we, because we've partnered with Tora, we've been able to leverage, um, you know, their very deep bench of developers there. So we've had approximately 50 developers working on this project for the last six months. Um, it's in beta now. We have a handful of beta uh, clients. Uh, we went live last week uh, with Galaxy, uh, Mike Novogratz's firm uh, in New York, um, as well as a bunch of others. And uh, we anticipate we will uh, roll it out um, by early July. Okay, that's that's what I was after. That's excellent. So I'm, I'm trying to picture this, right? It, it, am I picturing something along the lines of uh, of a Bloomberg type terminal for crypto? Uh, listen, there's definitely elements of that. I think you know Bloomberg is is more data, information, news, analytics, etc. Um, this is more specifically around the actual trading system that one needs to effectively manage a portfolio of, of, of crypto assets. Um, and, and I think as well as you start to see um, more tradi- like futures and options, et cetera, whether it's the CMEs, the CBOEs, et cetera, you'll, you'll want, you'll will need platforms that essentially can handle multiple asset classes and from a booking perspective and, and, and how you, you know, essentially manage that risk and, and ultimately as well spot like, arbitrage trading opportunities and so forth uh, between the different asset classes. So that's where Caspian is extremely comprehensive because it it can handle any asset class basically. So what's, I mean, you're you're focusing on getting up and running by July to plug people in and make this work. Now, my question to you is, What's your barrier to entry? Can just anybody come in? I know, I know you are looking to f- focus more so on the institutional side of things, but somebody who's an active trader who might have a bit of volume that they run through, what is your what is your barrier to entry? Because I'm definitely interested in trying to find something that makes my life a hell of a lot easier, uh, requires less spreadsheets and less cumbersome crap that I really don't enjoy doing. I just want to find trades and trade. Yeah, sure. Um, listen, there's no real, I guess the barrier to entry is resources on our side to be able to, to onboard everyone. I think, you know, we, we've got an overwhelmingly um, positive response through the countless demos and trade shows that we've done to date. Um, so I sort of, you know, it's a big topic of conversation now is like, um, you know, making that experience, that onboarding experience, a, a seamless one, and and one that uh, is going to have a very positive user experience. And I think, you know, with with any new business that where there is you know uh, overwhelming amount of demand for the product, it uh, I anticipate there'll be friction in the short term. And as we sort of you know work out all those issues, so um, barrier to entry would be our ability to to really sort of resource adequately uh, in the short term but that will get better as as we sort of go through more of these things and i mean listen the reality is it's a very sophisticated um trading tool i don't think it's it's not really aimed at retail investors we may contemplate in the future doing a a you know more of a i guess bare bones type product that would be more appropriate for retail this is really geared towards like okay i trade crypto for a living i swing you know i I trade in pretty decent sizes uh tickets and i need a comprehensive system 
uh, that is going to, you know, facilitate that business for myself, whether I'm a fund, a proprietary trading desk, or, you know, maybe someone like yourself that is, you know, this is what you do full time and you consider yourself sophisticated and you want such tools to be able to facilitate such, you know, business. Well, it's it's great to know that these tools are coming. Well, one of the things that um, and you'll be very familiar with this, and I'm I'm really hoping and sure that you are already, because in in the institutional world you can't get away with being terrible. Uh, a lot of the platforms that are out there right now, available to retail and institutional grade investors, are lacking to say the least. For example, if I want to go and trade dollar yen, I can raise an order with an entry stop and target, all in the same order. Holy cow, wow, how amazing is that? We still don't have those sorts of facilities everywhere in the marketplace. Now, I know that a lot of these businesses are focused more on onboarding more clients as as opposed to the user interface and experience. Now, I'm sure as anything, because what you're doing is the opposite. You're bringing people in who have traditional uh, trading experience. They do know what they want. They do know what they need as opposed to people right now in crypto that never traded anything else and don't know what they're missing. So a lot of the work right now, I would suspect, and I'd like you to elaborate, David, is is around making sure that all these systems are in place, that you haven't overlooked anything so that the institutional money can come in. And it's relatively, there's always going to be an onboarding process. When you when you start using any new technology or any new software, there's always a bit of a, oh, you know, I do know, I do need to learn this. It is a bit of a pain. But I'm imagining you're trying to make that learning process relatively straightforward by having everything sort of mirroring what's already available in current markets. Is that more or less the, the, the gist of it? Uh, yeah, listen, I, I think the reality is uh, each client that we're going to be onboarding is going to be you know nuanced and complex in a different way. So, I mean, by way of example, if we are onboarding an existing fund that has been perhaps in existence for a number of years and they want to import all of their historical trade data into the portfolio and risk management system, there's, you know, that's, that's a consideration that obviously takes a lot of work to figure out how best to do that and, and make sure um, that, that everything is, is perfect as opposed to a new customer that's starting from scratch that, you know, is about to raise money or, or whatever, that's probably a much easier lift. Um, so it really depends on, you know, what, what the needs and circumstances are of each particular client, which will dictate what that onboarding process is. So, Obviously, you've been, you just said before, you've been at different shows, you've been doing all sorts, you've been working within this space, you are working with uh, companies that have uh, a track record in other areas, Um, you're building from uh, a base, so to speak, for Caspian off the back of Kinetic and, um, was the other one, sorry? Tora. Tora. Now, Tora, yeah, okay. So, I mean, with that being said, with the launch date or the hopeful launch date coming up relatively soon, I mean, July is fast approaching, um, I'm assuming you've probably got some big clients that are lining up that have said that, yes, they will use your software or are you still in that process? Is, is there any that you can note for us and the listeners? Uh, yes, we, we have a number uh, of clients. Uh, some I probably can't reveal. Um, there, <laughs> there, there is, uh, so we have some strategic partnerships in place. Uh, so, so one client uh, will be Octagon, which is a, a very well-known um, over-the-counter uh, trading firm in, in Hong, based in Hong Kong. Um, so they, are, you know, we have a more sort of formalized relationship with them. Um, you know, other strategic partnerships we have are with the likes of Gemini uh, in the US, 
uh, another exchange BitMEX here. Um, and there's a few more in the works that will be announced in the coming days. Um, I, yeah, we, what we're doing right now is uh, we're in pre-sale for an ICO, which will likely go, likely happen at the end of June. And largely this exercise is, uh, is, is really a customer acquisition strategy because the way the token is going to work is kind of similar to how the Binance coin works initially. So you'll be able to get discounts on your trading fees if you pay with the token. There's a staking uh, aspect of it all, um, as well as what we envision is we'll sort of build a marketplace, if you will, um, once we get critical mass of, of customers on the platform. We want to encourage third and incentivize third-party developers to um um, you know, build their applications on top of Caspian as well. Um, so when we think about, you know, customer acquisition, we're, we're using this pre-sale, pre-sale exercise as a way to um, prioritize who we're going to onboard uh, when we are actually live. Okay, so the pre-sale, how long has that been running for? Um, about the last few weeks or so. And we're looking to, to, to wrap that up um, next next kind of next week, I suppose, and then um, aiming for an ICO um, end of June, sort of early July. Okay. Well, look, that's great. I mean, look, I'm really interested in the platform. I want to see it succeed for a number of reasons. One, I think that it's uh, it's companies such as Caspian that need to be there to pave the way and to light the path, so to speak, to uh, bring institutional money in, to make them feel comfortable, to make the transition a bit easier, to help people to pull their heads out of the sand and stop saying, oh, well, this is silly, this is silly, and actually go, well, this is not silly, and I can actually now see how I can enter into this space. So I, I really wish you the best of luck. Now, for the listeners... Um, um, that are on this show. I mean, if they want to find out more about the pre-sale, more about Caspian and more about yourself, how would they go about doing that? Uh, yeah, very easy. Uh, go to our website, caspian.tech. Um, there's a lot of information on the product there. There's some demo videos. So you actually can see what the product looks like. Uh, our white paper is there, so you can get a much better sense of how we're thinking about the marketplace and what the opportunity set is. And uh, for anyone, you know, interested to find more about the actual uh, ICO, they can join our Telegram group at Caspian underscore tech. Um, And, you know, we can field any questions that they may have uh, through that forum. Sounds good. Well, David, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program. I appreciate your time and uh, thanks so much. I mean, it was, it's a really wonderful view into what's coming. Um, it needs to happen. I wish you all the best. I want to use it when it's ready. I will be going to the website. I will be watching the demos. You will have my undivided attention <laughs> because uh, that is definitely one thing that, uh, that is frustrating in this space is that uh, it's very clunky. Uh, efficiency is not yet there uh, to the level that I want it to be. And uh, I believe that, you know, Projects like Caspian are going to be a big, big helper in developing the space. So we thank you for your work. Wish you all the best and we'll keep in touch. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for your time. David Wills of Caspian. Cheers, guys. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. 
CoinSpot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.